everyone, Joe here from Modern Heathen Man. I hope I'm meeting you well today. I want to talk a little bit about these coronavirus and how it benefits us as heathens. I know it sounds really weird. It's not like what you think, but I'll get into it a little bit. So I'm driving back from my ride to uh, Mississippi, Louisiana area. Um, from Jacksonville, most a couple of our friends that were part of the Kindred, as you know, um, we're just heading back right now. So, um, anyway, I decided to do a podcast and talk a little bit, a little bit about the coronavirus and how we can benefit um, as heathens from it. So, with me today is my wife Kelly. Hello. And I'll get right into it. So, we're watching all this stuff going on in the news with the coronavirus and. They're shutting everything down, and I mean, like, we're, even in our travels here, we're having problems finding places to eat and do stuff like that, but, you know, I get what they're doing, I understand why they're doing it, you know, everybody's supposed to be washing their hands more and doing this more and doing that more, Um, but I was sitting this morning, and as I was driving down the road, I was meditating a little bit on, you know, what, what could be a good outcome from this coronavirus and everything. Well, as we're reading, Kelly reads me that California has now shut down their schools um, for the whole year. Hey, welcome to Alabama. No, it was Uh, Kansas. No, welcome to Alabama. I I know, but Kansas was shut down. Oh, it was Kansas? I thought they said California, too. No, L.A. had shut down most of the bars and restaurants. Kansas had shut down their schools for the rest of the year. And there was another state that was looking at doing the same thing. Okay. So that's what I was reading, or hearing from her anyway, what she was reading. So, with that said, I started to think a little bit about... You know, what is heathens, you know, the benefit for us would be. And I started to begin to think that, you know, this is the opportune time right now for us as a family to begin doing family bloats, family prayer, and family things daily. Especially if our kids are home, most of us are going to be home from work um, if they're closing those places down or... You know, things of that nature. So there'll be a lot more family time involved. There's not going to be anything to distract us other than TV and some other stuff like that to do. So as a family, we can begin building more upon our faith and starting to grow that. I mean, the next two weeks, most kids are home from school. Most families are stuck home anyway. Most parents aren't able to go to work. So what more to do? Let's be heathen. Right. Well, and, you know, with that family time... Um, you can do things that are, are more family-centered, even outside the home. Go for a walk in the woods. Yeah, or spend some time in the spend woods. Spend some time in nature. Yeah. Places that people aren't necessarily, they're going to be there, but they're not going to be crowded. Right. Uh, we were talking to Joe's brother this morning, and he said the beaches where he lived are crowded. Yeah, he's down in Tampa, and he's like, these beaches are ridiculously crowded. But now Florida, I guess, has banned gathering of more than 10 people on the beaches. Yeah, so it's kind of like, what are you going to do? You, you don't right. have much else to do. Um, so, and I, when I went to the gas station yesterday, they were talking about a plant where we were being closed for the next month or so. And they said, well, what are you going to do? You know, they're getting paid for the time that they're off. Right. But they said, what are you going to do? Take a vacation? He's like, I think I'm just going to fix up my house. Yeah. Maybe take a couple days to go fishing or something. I'm like, that's a great idea. Go fishing. Yeah, it's a really good opportunity to go fishing with your kids. You know, while you're out there, you know, hail the sun coming up in the morning. Today's Odin's Day. It's a great day to get out and just really start, um, you know, read the half mall in the woods or something. Have a small little bonfire and... 
you know, read some of the have them all of the wisdom of the all father to your kids and, or some of the old stories even, you know, um, like I said, uh, Padre Colum's, um, Children of Odin is a really good book to pull from. Or Neil Gaiman's Norse Mythology or Neil is on North YouTube. Mythology, yep, is on YouTube. Him reading it is on YouTube or Audible or any of these other sources. Yep. So you can do that. Um, there's a lot of things opening up free stuff for um, watching on video and stuff. I know Google opened, what, 1,200 yeah. um, museum tours for free that you can watch. So you can look at some artwork or discuss, like, the architecture, like if it, the Philadelphia Art Museum is one of my favorite places to go. And they have all this great architecture, and you can discuss with your kids the history of the architecture and things like that. So, you know, spending more time with family, getting getting you guys closer together. Right. Or even just sitting down and listening to some music that is, you know, Norse-inspired music um, right. would be really good. Or even learning something new. Maybe learn the runes or how, you know, they're pronounced or how to spell your name in runes and different things like that. There's a lot of opportunity we have here as heathens to use this time for good. You know, I, I hope that no one is sick, to be honest with you. And uh, I'm sorry. And if you're sick, let us know. We'll sacrifice the air for you. And, um make sure that we do our sacrificing so that, you know, hopefully you can get better. But other than that, I, I just really hope no one's sick, but we can use this time as an opportunity to stay in the house with a family like they want us to do, quarantine ourselves there, and really build on our heathen faith with our family. Um, if you're one of those people who have family that are not heathen, I mean, it's a good opportunity for you to go to your room and just be alone and be heathen because be like, look, I just don't want to be around anybody. I don't want to get you know, the, the chance of being sick or anything like that. So, you know, it doesn't look strange that way then either. I saw something really cool this morning and, um, you know, we're all, we're all nervous about this virus. We're all kind of doing that sheltering in place or, you know, not being in contact with a lot of people. And one of the things I read was, you know, we're driving less, we're doing less. It's less of an environmental impact. Hey, the earth is healing herself. Yep. So take it as an opportunity to think of the earth is healing herself. You know, she's making us a little sick, but she's like, I'm going to take this opportunity to get rid of some of those greenhouse gases and, you know, limit how people travel and limit the things that hurt me. So, yeah, I might be hurting you a little bit, but I can take some time to recoup. There you go. And I mean, it's a good opportunity, too, for us to... You know, just get back to meditating and resting and relaxing and really recharging our batteries in both, you know, our physical end, our spiritual end, and even our mental end. I mean, it'd be a nice time to, you know, maybe get that movie out that you've been wanting to watch for a couple months and just haven't had the time to do it. And, or that book to read. Or the book to read, exactly. Or, you know, even just get on the internet and begin to really read about, you know, some of the different things you've been wanting to study in, in Ethereum or just in general, you know? It's a good opportunity to do that to really heal ourselves, you know, both spiritually, mentally, and physically. Right, right. I mean, it's the, and like I said, all the resources that are opening up for people to do things um, within the confines of their home or within the confines of their community is great. We're going home, and next weekend there's supposed to be a huge... Well, actually, the, the next two weekends. Yeah. Because this weekend is the uh, the race. Right. And I haven't heard anything about that being postponed or closed. It's postponed, I think. Is it? Yeah. And then next week, we have this crazy thing in our little town. It's a rattlesnake rodeo. And the following, we have the um, 
Renaissance Fair. The Renaissance Fair is the same weekend as the Rodeo. Oh, okay. Well, there you go then, yeah. And they haven't canceled the Renaissance Fair because they have, they, they said, we have this much square feet, we have this much area, and there should be more than enough room for everybody to have that six-foot buffer zone around them. So yeah. we're still holding the Renaissance Fair. We haven't heard anything about the rattlesnake stuff, though. Right. And that's pretty much enclosed. So that's kind of sucky, but... Yeah. But it is what it is. But like I said, you know, it's an opportunity for us to really um, delve in and take our time. I mean, I know there's a lot of hubbub on the, on the radio about stuff going on and, you know, different things. A lot of scare stuff going on, which isn't cool. Yeah, a lot of fear-mongering and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's a good opportunity for us to talk to our kids, too, and, you know, really get them to not hear all the hype about it and just, you know, be a family, sit back and relax. I mean... Yeah, like not to be scared or anything yeah. like that. It, it, I mean, know. wash your hands and normal and stuff like yeah. that. And you know, everybody's all in this hype about, oh, you got to clean this and clean that. We should be doing that anyway, I'll be honest with you. I mean, we should be washing our hands frequently anyway. You know, we should be sterilizing stuff frequently anyway. We should be doing all these things that they're telling us to do now normally on a normal basis. So I don't know what what's going on with that, but right. it is what it is. But, it, you know, just... It's all about common sense, I think, is what the, the, the factor is here, you know. Mm-hmm. Wash your hands, clean off your counters. Yeah. Um, there, there's really no need to have a mass panic. Right. And, you know, most of us as heathens are fairly younger. So let your let your uh, seniors go out and get the things they need and stuff, too. I yeah. think that's a big thing. And check on your senior friends and relatives and neighbors. I mean, don't walk up to the door and knock on the door because they're probably not going to answer with all this stuff going on, but, I mean, if you just want to, you know, yell through the window, hey, are you guys okay over there? Just making sure. Or a phone call if you have a phone phone number or something like that. Or if they need anything, you know. Help them get it if you got it or whatever. It's always nice to check on your elderly neighbors and, like, leave a care package on the porch or something, too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe some food and some toilet paper, you know, you know, the, the essential things like that. Um, yeah, so we were at a, we were at a bar this weekend, it was really weird. Oh my goodness. We went there to eat, and it was one of the places that was open to be able to eat, and they had a claw machine there, and the claw machine had a bunch of toilet paper in it. Yep. I was dying, I was like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. Um, you know, be aware of what they might need, they'll get them some essentials, some cans of soup maybe, or, you know, some bread, and you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, I'm starting to read that bread's out everywhere. Like, yeah. nobody's able to get bread or anything like that, you know, along with the toilet paper. And now food's starting to become scarce. And, you know, it's just it's one thing after another. And I, I don't know what's going on. I can't even... I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist. That's not what this, you know, podcast is no, about. No, 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 But there's a lot of comments about the conspiracies going on between this, that, and the other thing. And how... I don't know. I'm not going to get into it. Be kind to each other. I think yeah, that's, that's a all. big thing, yeah, too. Yeah, just be kind so to one another. Yesterday... Uh, no we, Yeah. Yesterday, we went to find a restaurant. We were all excited about eating at this one place. Because um, Joe and I haven't had Arabic food in, I don't Quite know Quite some long. time, yeah. And we had seen that this place was open. We went to go visit, and they had been closed. They had actually been shut down for the next month um, due to the virus. And the lady in there was like, I don't know what we're going to do. But they actually... Um, because of kindness, they made the food that we had asked for because we pulled up at the same time as the owner. He's like, oh, I'll start the fryer for you and I'll make you what you want. Whatever you want, I'll make it. 
And then other people were coming in and he's like, I'm closed, I'm closed. But he made us our food. Right, he made us our food for us to take away. Yeah. Because we were very kind to him. We were, you know, like, understanding of what he was saying. And yeah. And he said, you know, I'll just make your food. It's okay. So. You know, and, and you know, that kindness bred other kindness. And, you know, right. our kindness to him gave us, you know, what we were looking for. But it was able to spread to other people and stuff, yeah. too. So. Yeah. And then a bunch of more people came in and got to-go orders, which was really right. nice because he made some money then, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and they said they were going to be open for to-go orders, but they hadn't made much business. So hopefully, you know, being kind to one person actually helped with getting, you know, some other people some things that they needed and stuff, Definitely. too. So now, it's also a good opportunity right now for you to go ahead and either build, create, or clean your altar. Um, with all the time that we're going to have here um, in the near future, we can build a new altar, create an altar, or clean the one we have, or just, you know, fix the one we have, or even build an outdoor altar. I think that's what I'm going to have me and my boys do, is going to build an outdoor altar. Um, cool. yeah. yeah. this week, we're going to build it out of wood and stuff like that. And yeah, that'd be awesome. Really set it up at the house. And, um, that'd be wonderful. Yeah, it's a good opportunity, and then me and my boys will be working together in the yard, and it'll be nice, and, yeah, you know, absolutely. doing something, some sacrificing, and something like that, and just really have a good time doing it or if you're like i said you know maybe help them build their altar you know like our, our boys are wanting to build their own altar in their own room so you know start helping them pull some stuff off of the altar that i have that i may not be using because i have a bunch of extra pieces and they go in there at different times but they can use some of those pieces to create their altar well and then they'll, they'll be able to learn some skills and stuff too for life which mm-hmm. would be good too that's the other thing learn a new skill or a new hobby or something like that at this time yeah yeah, we should learn nail binding. Yeah, I've been working on it. It's, yeah. it's a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> but, um, I mean, you know, take time to reflect and, and heal and, and do all the things you, you know, have been looking forward to doing, especially if you are if you are quarantined or you are off work or, you know, whatever it is, you know, take some time to yourself and, and really, and that's good advice for anybody at this time. It's a good time that you can maybe learn to make some mead, too. Oh, yeah. You know, learn to make your own mead and have a, a good product next year for, you know, mead. And, you know, it doesn't have to be a year old like mine is. I mean, you can do it pretty quickly. But, you know, over the next month, you can make some mead. Some apple cider. It. Some apple cider. Apple cider is one of the easiest recipes I make, like a hard cider. It's real simple. Um, all you're going to do, and here goes an insight for everybody. You're going to take... Uh, two gallons of fresh cider you're going to pour it into a bucket with a lid in an airlock you're going to pitch uh, some yeast into there and a little bit of sugar mix it up I, okay so two gallons of cider I want to say two pounds of sugar put in there mix it up pitch your yeast on top put the lid on let it sit for um, 15 days at the end of 15 days you're going to rack it out of there into another bucket with two more gallons of fresh cider and then you're going to take that whole thing that you just put in that bucket after you racked it off, and you're going to put those in the bottles, cap the bottles, and let them sit for 10 days. Take those bottles after 10 days and put them in your fridge. You have some beautiful, really good hard cider to consume, and it's a really good summertime thing. So. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yep. Really, really refreshing in the summertime. Yep. So there's one of my easiest recipes ever. 
you refrigerate those cases after the 10 days, and they have some nice, cool, hard cider. You just pop those tops off and pour them out, and you're good to go. So, yeah, there's an easy recipe for you. Really easy recipe. Really easy recipe. I mean, you could add cinnamon stuff to it um, when it's done fermenting just for some flavor, but you don't have to. I mean, just stick with the straight cider, and you'll be good to go. Right. Uh, there's a lot of different things you can do, and that's really good to sacrifice and stuff, and just have some friends over, drink some cider, and talk, and yeah. sure, like I said, you know, learn to make some mead. The easy recipe for mead is just uh, three pounds of honey, one gallon of water, pitch your yeast into it, throw five raisins in the bottom, put an airlock on the top, and let it go until it's totally clear, and you'll have some good mead. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then you can sacrifice to the gods the, the cider you can sacrifice to Iduna. Yep, yeah, exactly. And she loves it, and you know, all the other gods and stuff, and, and you know, it, it's a way to to teach yourself a skill and, and to learn how to do something new and save yourself some money on alcohol. I mean, definitely, alcohol is expensive. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, well, with that said, guys, I mean, take this time, um, it's a good opportunity to do a couple different things, like we said, you know read some books, do whatever, and, you know, we've gone over them already, but, yeah, it's a really good opportunity for you to do some stuff and to, you know, use it for the benefit of heathenry, use it for the benefit of your family, use it for the benefit of your friends, and build frith on top of it. I don't recommend gathering as a kindred, to be honest with you, especially if you have kids and stuff in the kindred, or older people in your kindred, but I do recommend, um, you know, the family gathering in the home. Or, if you, if you, really want to do a, a bloat or as a kindred or something do it online do it online yeah do it as a facebook live thing yep. or um we've done plenty of those yep. where you film it for youtube or facebook live or even a podcast like this one i think we've done one or two that way yep easily um, you know just to, that you have the audio for how you would do a small bloat or something um but yeah i mean you Excellent. can do it you could do a virtual bloat, and it, it works just as well as doing a full-on uh, gathering, especially yeah. with Ostara being this weekend. Yep. So it's a really good opportunity for you to go ahead and bloat with everybody and not have to gather, not have to worry about um, passing the coronavirus along or receiving it yourself. Right. So just some ideas for you guys. Uh, with that said, I'm going to tell you to go ahead, and I want to thank you all and hail you for listening, hail you for wanting to be better heathens. Um, remember to hail each other and each other in your thoughts and prayers and meditations so with that said i want to thank you guys for joining me for modern heathen man thank and i hope you, you uh i'm sorry kelly go ahead no and i was gonna say if we don't talk to you before then or don't do another one of these for this weekend bless ostara because yeah bless ostara yep saturday maybe i'll do one just for ostara we'll do a bloat on there that'd be cool that'd be cool so guys i want to thank you once again and tell you all that have a wonderful crowd. day um build your frith build each other up have many horns, cups, and chalices full of mead, cider, wine, or just water, or even hot cocoa and coffee. And have a good day, guys. Bye-bye.